Welcome everybody to episode 88 of the Minecraft podcast. Is it really 88? No. Um, I always so... ask that every <laughs> single time. It always just looks like the same number for some reason. It's, it's the Alzheimer's. Uh, so, uh, big news uh, that most people are probably aware of by now is UHC is on the go again. Mm -hmm. mm. Yay. Not everybody's happy. You know what's so funny about that? Okay, so before the charity stream... I guess we, we, we should, I don't know, should we give some, like, background information before we just dive into it? <laughs> Point over to the hate. <laughs> well, yeah. okay, yeah, there seems to be a group of people that uh, have said that uh, there's too much UHC. UHC's become uh, too boring. Or, uh, Has you know, UHC, quote-unquote, lost its charm, is what the... And we don't, seem to, we don't seem to be into it anymore, apparently. It's, uh... It's it's funny. Uh, one guy's comment that was highly upvoted said, uh, "This this season is interesting because there's not uh, the, the, there's so few Minecrackers playing. Like there's 21 people playing. There's two guests. There's... <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I'm so confused by that statement. Like I guess he means I... Etho and B Double and Generic B aren't there. Yeah. Well, that's what I see a lot of people saying. Or Zisto is another yeah. one that a lot of people, like, you know play. Um, not everyone's gonna play all the time." I don't know if, like, I think some people are, like, done. Like, I don't know if Etho's ever going to play again. I so... think Etho expressed disinterest in playing it. Like, I don't think he's ever going to play it again. Yeah. I wonder if that's so, the game or the, or the reactions he gets. I don't know. Uh, that's my understanding. But I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't like... I, I, I wish that everyone that had an opinion would just share their own opinion with other people because I don't like giving other people's opinion for them. Um, so, you know, I don't want to say... Yeah, I, some, somebody I, did say that... that... Disto mentioned that he wanted to give it a break or something, and that's fine. If if I don't know if that is, is true, I mean, he as you say, he he should be the one answering that. But if he's done too many and he doesn't want to want to do it, then do you sit out? That's the thing. We're not obliged to play it. We we set it up, and if we want to play, people turn up. If none of us turned up to play it, then we wouldn't do another one. So mm -hmm. it's clear that we we want to do it. I love it. I can't get it. Well, yeah. it's it's funny to say that uh, the viewers are losing interest. Um, it's it's obviously a vocal minority that are saying this, and I hate using that word because it sounds it sounds so like like stabby or something like vocal minority. But, but it uh, is well, it's because it's because you're you're calling them that while they're stabbing you in the in the front of you. <laughs> anyway, uh, the thing is though, the numbers like numbers are the are, are like you know they're universal, right? So um, my my. I can look at my views on my UHCs, and I can tell whether or not um, it's performing well. And especially in a, in a time period like this where school just started, so technically we should be seeing less views. But my UHC is performing better than several have in the last couple of seasons. So I don't know, man. What do you what do you say to those numbers? Like, how could you tell those numbers? No, people aren't watching. No, numbers not, not speak watching. louder than vocals is what you're saying. <laughs> but as I, as I posted, we've been doing this for, what, three years now? And... We're on number 18 plus a couple of live stream ones. So that's mm -hmm. 20 in three years. That's and when not you say plus really... a couple, of, don't you just be like just one live stream one? Because I don't think we've ever live streamed one, have we? we, we, we... No. Yeah, just the one. Right? <laughs> have, we, have we not done two? No, uh, we've of... only done one. <laughs> what? what the fuck is wrong with you, <laughs> ah, <laughs> That's what we said. Anyway, all right. So we've done 19. Um, that's not really saturating it, is it? Over three years, right? It's no. basically six a year is the average that we've pulled off. I think it is three years, right? Or is it two? Is it three? It's got to be. Well, it's two. It's, it's three, over two. Three. It's over two. It's, it's definitely been three. I remember we recently had the anniversary. I just don't remember what it was. 
<laughs> I'll have a look now. Uh, well, yeah. I guess it's a mix-up, you know, it's not only, I think, um, look, for example, some of the guys that are watching us uh, follow us for years, you know, follow us for years. And so if you are 13 watching UHC, and then three years later now, you are 16A, you have the cap capability of wording things better, so you will most likely comment. And, um, you know, <clears throat> um, mention your concerns. I don't think that everything people say is that irrelevant there and just look at the numbers and blah 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 it's just also people are changing the point of view a bit and you know if you've watched 18 UHCs of course it will um, lose a bit of novelty effect for you and maybe lose its charm or however it was called and especially on the reddit we have often fans that are with us for many years and so on and so they're especially you know critical when it comes to things which is sometimes you just have to filter out that it's you know that you don't get this negative vibe from it. I hope we didn't come across too negative now as well at the start, you know, ranting and saying we don't listen to criticism. We sure do, but the thing no, is, you got to filter. Yeah, it, we, yeah, filter and stay calm. You know, always like in the background, we're always doing a slight adjustment. Like you know, we always say okay. Right now, this last UHC didn't feel so well. What could we do? And then we do something like last this season with the enchanting table, you know. Hmm. So there is, but you cannot mess with the UHC principle too much and make it something completely different. That is no longer UHC. Yeah. It can only be slightly adjusted, and therefore, okay, there might be a slow evolution throughout these eighteen episodes. But you know, it's a clear package you know what it is and there's no crazy rules or nothing complicated about it and so sure this maybe not as new or you know surprising in our situations but the core of the game is the same it has to stay the same we can't mess with it otherwise it's not uhc was it three years or two close it was, uh, it was two almost, and a half it's almost yeah it's the Feb first February. upload date was february 29th 2014 yeah. or 2014 yeah the first one was february 24th I think it helps. <laughs> then I can see it being a little bit oversaturated, but I think it helps yeah. just keep perspective on things like this too. Because if you think about how long it's been going on and how many there've been, it hasn't been that many, but it's been enough to where you're going to have subsets. You're going to have like little demographics, you know, people that were there from the beginning who are maybe bored with it now, but there's also people who are new who have come in and they're you know currently interested in it or whatever. People are always shifting on these things, so it's natural for there to be. Some yeah. people that are tired of it, whatever. And we're, all, we're always bringing in more people, too. Because, I mean, like, season two is the one where we joked about me having 11,000 subscribers. Mm. And look <laughs> at where we all are today, so. Mm. And it's still, talking about these numbers, look, for example, with Captain uh, Sparkles lately, or Tom, um, you know, it was not a decision that was based on numbers and stuff. The UHC is still only people we like get in. And... Sure, you know, we our, our circles are expanding on YouTube and we're getting to know more and more people. And literally, for example, also with Ant Venom, you know, we wanted to bring him on for a while, but we also have these concerns not to, you know, set, you know oversaturate yeah. or something. So it's not like we're going like, okay, come on, let's let's get every popular person in and blow the thing up as much as possible. Well, Sparkles is still been... very... Sorry, I was going to say, Sparkles has been, yes. you know, part of the, not, not part of Minecraft, but part of the group in terms of extended social circle for, yes. for, for over a that, year now, yeah. Well, so, so, I couldn't say we are really close friends or so, but, you know, when we met at conventions, uh, um, yeah. we were always hanging out together and, you know, getting along well. 
very respectful and nice dude. So that's how it fits in. And like, for example, Organon now, you know, from the SIP crowd, those are mostly people that are pretty chill and just want to join for the ride, but not necessarily go in it to get the maximum gain or something yeah. like that. So it's still... I mean, we brought Tom in yeah. because cause we were sat next to him at the convention and he said, yeah, I'm interested, yeah. let's do it, you know, because it was a charity one. It's not... Yeah. So well, before the before the charity event, there was a lot of people that were freaking out because we went that one time where we went uh, between I think it was season nine and season ten or season eight and season nine. I don't remember where it was where we went about two hundred days between UHCs, um, and people were starting to freak out. Is this going to be it again? It's been almost three months, you know, since the UHC. And then we did the uh, the charity UHC, but we didn't consider that an official UHC. So no. we planned you know, beforehand that we were going to do an official UAC right afterwards. But then now a lot of people are saying they're too soon. And I think that they're saying it's too soon because they're considering the unofficial charity streamed UHC as a season of UHC. Yeah. But none of us really saw it that way. We, that's um, why we called it UHC for the kids rather than UHC season 18 or yeah, know, yeah. whatever. So it was, uh, It's just hard to take that as serious. I mean, not, not, no, not that it's not, you know, the same game, but it's not the same game. Whenever people are donating and giving you stuff, it's not... I mean, the game changes at that point where it's, you know, it's... it's popularity it's contest UHC. almost, yeah. Yeah, right. Right. So, I don't know. I I, uh, I think this has been one of the best. People were saying that we just randomly pick, pick that, uh, that you know, why not do Eternal Day if we're going to do Eternal Day, not Eternal Dust. But look at, you know, like, I, I killed Packrat because a, a witch had spawned underneath the tree. That wouldn't have happened in Eternal Day. Yeah. Because the light level wouldn't have been enough to allow for mobs to spawn under trees. Huh? So there was a reason behind that. It wasn't just like, uh, oh, the sun looks pretty here. This is the exact point where the sun is going to be where shit's going to spawn under trees, but not just on the surface. Yeah, so a lot of, lot of, lot of people coming out and saying, oh, God, I keep on thinking it's about to turn night or something and getting freaked out as well, which is quite funny. Yeah, um, yeah. But I, I'm not a big fan of Eternal Day, to be honest. I quite like that. I don't either. I like I like that. Uh, I think that... Um, I think that some things have been changed with UHC to appease the viewers um, to because people want action, right? They love action, mm. obviously. That's why you're there. And so we tried to change things to speed up the part of the game that's slower. Yeah. And I don't necessarily always think that every season should be like that. Like, I'm kind of sad no. that because for a long time, we, we, what we were doing is every season would be different than the last and we wouldn't really carry things on. This Eternal Day thing has kind of gone further than I ever expected it to go. Mm -hmm. um, so. uh, yeah, uh, you know, the real fun is, you know, back Hunt. in the days when we played it, I didn't feel it uh, that I had to rush myself so much. Now That's I always feel, first yeah, yeah, that was the first <laughs> season. But you know, then when you when you got into it and you know got the gist of it, we just you know we're gearing up and then you know just more playing the game. Now I often have a little bit of yeah pressure you know get it going man you know get get up quickly yeah if i don't have full iron within the first half hour then i'm doing badly yeah but that all automatically because you're in a rush in a little bit and not really carefully plan and think in that rush mode and um, then you make uh, slight mistakes uh, as well again you know it's like it doesn't help much and um, so yeah it uhc is tricky we talk a lot about the uhc man it's like it's not like that it's just we go there and then that's yeah, we don't just randomly pull out things from the hat. No, uh, like, go no, with it. no. We, we discuss these. On it's the it's difficult because lengthy. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, the first couple of episodes are, are are caving to get the resources, and and 
there is fun in that in the sense that there's a lot of PvE damage possibilities and things like that. But on the other hand, it's quite slow in terms of PB, PvP, which is, as you say, what the people yeah. want. So uh, do you then give everybody full iron before you start? In which case, then you're kind you know, of taking away something of the essence of UHC. And then, the thing, you know, the, the thing is, UHC is like classic drama with huge <laughs> escalation. You know, in our days, people are used to quick uh, changes in, in, in whatever the flow is of a video, the mood and whatnot. UHC has this build-up and all of a sudden it explodes. And you have these short highlights and short moments. And that, uh, what it lists for sure, you have to maybe grind to a few episodes where it's a bit, you know, quote-unquote boring. Um, but um, still, then you can hope for banter. And if it's good team combo, then I think it's still a great format. It's like, I think so. we just got to worry that if we touch it too much, it's not going to be UHC anymore. I think that's, that's always been my yeah. biggest concern because yeah. some of the changes that we've talked about, it seems like it's going away from. I mean, I've seen other groups try to create um, games. Basically, they're like, let's make something better than UHC. I've seen this happen where people have come together with that. That is that is their goal is to create. You know, let's let's work out the problems with UHC and let's mm -hmm. fucking boil it down to what's the most exciting, most entertaining from the moment you hit record to the time the game's over. And it doesn't it doesn't work because what makes I think what makes UHC great is the fact that it is still Minecraft. You're still playing the game and you have the PvE yeah. aspect as well as the PvP aspect. Yeah, like if, and the, also... if the PvE the reason why, what I want to say really quick here for you. Yeah. Sorry. Is the P the PVE thing? If that wasn't if that didn't work, season one and season two would have not worked hmm. because yeah. we didn't have PVP then. So that's 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 why PVE is still important in this game. I think everything loses novelty effect. Just want to throw that in there real quick. Even if you'd streamline, uh, let's say um, UHC, then you have survival games, right? <laughs> Somehow, yeah. right? So exactly. okay, after one million episodes of survival games, I mean loses its charm as well. I mean, that is just the nature of the beast. Um, but I don't think we should fundamentally change the way we play UHC because it is not, you know, nothing is forever perfect. Nobody will find any criticism with it. It was always criticized since we started it. People had something to, uh, yeah, in their mind, what they wanted uh, to change us, uh, or, yeah, us to change with it or so. so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think also as time goes on, like kind of like what uh, Co was saying early on, you know, you had this many seasons. Like some seasons are going to be better than others. Like even if you go back to like season three, that 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 encounter that Kurt and uh, Beef was it? God, I can't remember now. Where yeah, Beef's coming up the stairs and Kurt's standing there with his back to him. Um, like just the, I, like I I don't I don't think UHC would have even taken off without some of the encounters we had the very first PvP season. And so you're trying to recreate those moments again. But we don't script it, so you don't know what you're going to recreate. Like, you know, the stuff that happened yeah. this season. We, I mean, there's tons of great moments every season, but then sometimes there's seasons that just kind of, like, happen. And it's like, well, nothing really super, yeah. super crazy happened, but it was still a good season. Yeah. Exactly. So. If you're the, you know, but and sometimes you can get lucky. You can get the most epic moments ever in UHC. I mean, right. there were some glorious moments. Hashtag for the horse. Like that never would have happened without the whole charity part, right? There's yeah. no way that yeah. you would have been walking around with a notch apple giving it to horses well, without... <laughs> never you know? pulled it off once. Well, yeah, sure, sure. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess it's possible, but... I mean, even like the season where Nepris and Pyro die with both... Finally, we get potions. They both kill each other with potions, <laughs> and B-00 walks up with half a heart, like... <laughs> 
that shit, I mean, yeah. everyone remembers that. So you kind of want that moment every season, right? Yeah, you yeah, just man. can't always get it. The ghost of Generic B and the damn hill. Yeah, this was the closest I ever right? got to the greatest win. I will always, I remember the, every second on this damn hill. I remember, man, how they were getting more and more drunk, and and it was a spiral to death. I could see it coming, eating our apples. Oh my god, oh, it was great. Oh yeah, <laughs> eating the apples. Everybody's eating an apple at some point. Uh, yeah. Well, he's talking the opportunity. Was it Zisto had Jerby's head on? Oh and my just, god! Like, and then him. they started hitting each other and killing each other. Hard. Yeah. Basically, and then you finally yeah. get into a fight and <laughs> damn yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, Man, I thought movies, I thought feels. The, uh, was a good <laughs> good change. I I don't know. I don't you know. I don't know how you guys felt about the enchanting table thing, but I thought it really sped up the game. I thought mm-hmm. it was a really interesting twist on it. Yeah, I liked that. I liked it. And, it, and it was the incentive to go and kill people as well. Yeah. It kind of changed the way I played to some degree. I think I would have uh, been more willing to die whenever I knew no one else had enchant. Like, I knew no one else had enchanting tables but me. And so I was like, I'm not just going to give you an enchanting table. So you're going to have to earn it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I liked that dynamic too. I thought it was, uh, it's kind of fun, the situations that that created. Yeah, wouldn't have existed otherwise. Like, yeah, like the killing of Packrat. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. when we ran into Chad and we we didn't manage to get it. Yes. For example. And then, I mean, theoretically, if you if you were getting attacked, you could have suicided and not given a a table out. You guys just want to stop recording the podcast and go play around a UHC? <laughs> <laughs> too, too soon, man. Too soon. Uh, well, is anyone else got anything else about UHC to talk about? No, I think we pretty much touched base on. On everything there. So. Yeah. All right. Next on the news this week, uh, Minecraft's <laughs> YouTube network is official. Oh, I've stolen your job badge. I don't want the rest of this. What's all this? What's... No, go, go. No, what, no. What? You... What? what did take... I say? I don't even know what I said. What, take, what's, take it what's away. The take game? it away. Uh, apparently, I... uh, Minecraft YouTube network. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> it's our. Just, it's just our network channel. You know, where we stick to recap. <laughs> uh, so. It started forever ago. We've talked about it a little bit here and there. Um, basically, it started back whenever I went to VidCon. Well, a little before that, we had the plan. Went to VidCon, talked to YouTube, see how it all works. Uh, started working out how to do all that shit on our own. Um, we eventually told Broadband, because a lot of us are partnered with Broadband, for those that don't know. Um, we told like, uh, at PAX East, Seth and I had a meeting with Broadband, and we told them what our plan was and stuff like that. And they offered to kind of help us with it without – Here's how it works with YouTube. Uh, if you're going to start your own network, you, you, you have to pay YouTube a, a big chunk of money to set up the CMS. Um, and then you also have to show YouTube that you have the employees necessary to manage an actual network. So That's that the thing gonna... that surprised a lot of people, wasn't it, that you have to have employees? Yeah. Well, you know, I guess it's because YouTube is now – the way YouTube works, you know, they partner people all day long, and then they send them money. Google sends them money every month for whatever ads they get. But the moment you're with the network, now Google sends that money to the network. And so I guess Google wants to know for sure that you have people that are employed that are actually going to make sure all the people under you are getting paid. Um, so, yeah. Uh, well, also so we start- prevents random individuals from that. I'm, yeah. I'm a network. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess, yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty good, yeah. Pretty good reason. I mean, because yeah, I mean, you see, like you know, some of these shitty networks that that, that that start up and they grab all these kids. They're like, "You're now affiliates. Go out and get people." And that's basically how those kids act. I'm a network. Join me. 
So yeah, I could see that being a problem if every one of the brother could just start up a network. Um, but yeah, uh, so anyways, we talked with Broadband about it all, and they said that they would manage all of that stuff for us and help us basically make this all happen. And I know myself, B, Paws, Seth, that have all been with uh, Broadband over the last year or so have all had no problems with them whatsoever. Like, Juster works there. Um, I, you know, we've both gone to the office, met everyone that works there. Everything's been great. Um, so we then spent the next, um, almost, let's see, when was PAX East? When was that, like April? Yep. Um, yeah, in March, April. Uh, so from April until now, it's been nothing but contract negotiating to work out um, the contract that governs all of this as far as uh, our own network is concerned. And we finally finished that. Uh, we met at PAX Prime again to work out the final little details, finally got all that stuff signed, and uh, it's official. Minecraft is now a YouTube network. Um, so what does that mean for most people out there? Well, nothing right now at all. Um, uh, the, the, the goal, whenever we were doing this on our own without the help of any other, any other company or anything, just on our own, the goal was to start our own network and just make sure all the minecrackers were covered in a managed position. Cause this was back, this was back before YouTube did the whole managed, unmanaged thing, yeah. but they us about it at, at VidCon. So we knew it was coming. And so we were like, Oh God, we have to do something to protect ourselves here. Um, <laughs> so the whole goal was to basically get every Minecracker managed and no one screw with anyone's money. Because, like, some guys are signed with, you know, whoever, and they're losing 30% of their revenue and stuff like that. So that was the whole goal, get all the Minecrackers covered. But now we've done this with Broadband. We do have the possibility of of signing up friends and family or even just other, you know, YouTubers in general. But uh, that's something we're going to approach slowly and make sure we do it right. Because if we're going to do something like that, we don't want to just to sign people, you know, because that's what most networks seem to do and that doesn't really fit what we want from the world, I guess, or at least what I want from the world. Um, so hopefully we can build it. If we do, when, when we do sign other people, where the goal is to build a better network. I would like to see things like actually giving people things for uh, for, for, for whatever yeah. percentage of the revenue you're taking, you know. But, um, but one thing's for sure, it's never become one of these multi you know, 5,000 channel signed things. <clears throat> Good. Mean, Good. Yeah, in 50 years. <laughs> you know, who knows. But then you need, you need the network to support it. That's right. for sure. Right. Um, and, you know, that's something that, like, Wes Wilson, you know, one of the, basically our, really our only paid employee um, is, is going to, to work on, you know, he's already, he's already uh, working with someone to get someone that is like a thumbnail artist as well as an intro artist. So if we do sign someone, we want to offer them things like, you know, okay, well, this is, this is, this is where your channel size is. This is the type of percentage revenue any network's going to take. Uh, and if you would assign to with us, then this is what we would provide compared to someone else that's not going to provide you anything other than taking the percentage of revenue. Um, and, you know, from working with these networks over the years, back from like IGN to um, to broadband to just different networks I've talked to and learned about, no one really does anything for their people for the most part, um, unless you're a big channel. And even, even, even when you're a big channel, you shouldn't expect the network to like, like on its own do shit for you. You kind of have to ask for that. Like, it's not like, you know, we're just going to yeah. do stuff. For you, um, you have then to... there's only the simple mechanic. Look, if you have ten channels, and you need to pay one employee with the revenue these channels make, that's a, a ratio. You know, if you work with smaller channels, you know, and you want to cater them well, you cannot go big quick. Yeah. You know, it's really it's because otherwise you end up in the same problem. Like I, I experienced that with my network with DB Move. Um, the problem was 
they tried to grow, but they didn't find uh, uh, yeah, qualified employees quick enough, you know, to, to make sure everybody is catered. So they struggled for three months, really catching up with everything. I was in the lucky position that I was one of the earliest signs, you know, in the, one of the bigger partners in the dam. So I didn't really suffer from it, but many medium-sized channels and so suffered from that problem. So, hi, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hi, I'm one of them. <laughs> yeah, because you know, just not too uh, too many channels to take care of, and yeah. then also it slowed down. They were really active, you know, helping me out here and there, connecting me and this and that. But with the grow growth of a network, it becomes tricky, and I think that is what all networks, you know, when they fail. When it gets too big, it gets yeah. tricky. So, yeah. Well, even like you, know. you, you'd think that IGN would be able to, you know, being a huge company with tons of money, uh, and you know, being a very active in the gaming journalism world type of company, would be able to pull off doing a, oh, a YouTube network. I mean, they you didn't really. I wish, you know, I don't want to really unleash what how how stressful it was with them in the end, but it was bad. I mean, you were in there too. <laughs> yeah. All of it, so. uh... Well, like for me, it's like I did I did nothing with them. They did nothing with me. I just kind of rode them down like a ship on fire until <laughs> it died. That was all that happened. Yeah. They just couldn't get anything to happen. It was weird. No. It's actually yeah. funny because like that experience is kind of what led us. Like is when we started like talking about ultimately getting our own, you know, partnership yeah. with YouTube. Yeah. And it's 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 just cool <laughs> to see where it kind of all started in. Now it's finally here. It's it's really cool. Yeah, basically the main goal is to get us Minecrackers in there and cover. Yeah, the just just That's to cover it. everyone, you know. So then we'll see how it develops. But as I said, I'm, you know, I'm scared of this move. You know, like saying, okay, you're, you know, we we taking partial responsibility for people and so on, because it's our name and so so it's a it's a huge move and you know it's it's all it's been a really tricky seeing as well within the group, you know, to figure out what we want well, to do. Something I, I had a conversation with Seth yeah. about, um, yeah. cause we were talking about, like we, we did a little bit of research one night, um, just looking up public opinion on network. Cause we, we basically like looked at what our opinions were, uh, like, uh, like a broadband, for example, I mean, nothing but great things to say about them. And then you search like on Google. And I think what it is, it's a lot of corporate sabotage going out there because I think, I think other networks are basically saying, because I couldn't, I couldn't act, like whenever I would find a post about some, saying something really negative about someone, I couldn't verify that that person's information. They'd say, "I'm a big channel on YouTube, and and they stole half of my revenue, and they never told anybody, you know, they were taking my revenue." I couldn't get any report and all this. Like that doesn't that doesn't fit any experience I've had with anyone. So it's like that doesn't sound right. And then you try to like verify this their information, and you can't. So like the, the basically, just a long story short, of this what Seth and I w was like, well. Basically, no matter what, eventually someone is going to try to sabotage and say something negative about the group. The, the most important thing is to make sure that whatever they say isn't actually true. As long as we do the right thing, that's all that really matters. I think um, the, the, the problem is um, networks were a really good thing for a while. They, they benefited themselves. They benefited people that were in, in the main who were, who were part of it. And then it got to a point where ben they, they don't really do anything. And there's no point... No, I I feel like the overall uh, contribution of networks has been almost kind of negative for the, the small YouTubers, hasn't it? Oh, yeah, I would kind of agree with that. Like, I think, um, well, think of, look, I mean, think about how bad, 
Yeah, well, look, why do we want it? Why do we want the dang thing? It's very simple. Without being managed partner, you are in a world of shit. Yeah. You have no protection. It's a yeah. shield. Is the, the, yeah. the only reason that's, you that's really need them is for the shield. Yeah. They, they gave you protection? If, they gave you advertising? You give that, them a pound you know, of flesh. Yeah, if YouTube would offer it. I tell you, like, in a transition phase, I was, for one week, I was not managed partner when they switched over and introduced the system. So in this one week, I literally got, like, a hundred, um, like, nonsense, copyright, uh, crap you know i don't know music not not strikes and shit but you know what i mean like third party yeah. copyright claims so or whatever. party and crap and it funny thing was station so all it yeah all targeted all targeted on my most successful videos and you know from all kinds of random you know and like it's a real threat to your business if you are not protected like that and if youtube would offer a shield there nobody would even talk about networks well, that's I mean, the thing. I talked to yeah. YouTube about that, and yeah. the thing is, every network that's not a gaming network is not predatory like this. The thing is, the demographics for gaming networks are kids, so they can be predatory. Like I talked to to people in, that are in like the, and I've talked about this before, but just my, we're on the subject. So like these, like the makeup networks, the networks that represent people that do makeup tutorials. Um, I talked to this one woman. She had three thousand subscribers, and she was making a living salary because of what her network was doing for her. Not because, you know, she was doing these YouTube videos putting on makeup. Uh, she made a, you know, small amount of money from that, but most of that went to her network. What the network was doing for her was acting like an actual agent and was getting her jobs and commercials and shit like that. Mm. So, and that's what, that's what these networks are supposed to do. Because YouTube, exactly. and this is exactly what YouTube said to me and Seth when we had this, this meeting with them, is we can't handle all the people that, that, you know, that have YouTube accounts. So that's when the networks come in because they can handle all the people and yes. they have a reason to do that because they're making money. So, so you basically, the money. it boils down to YouTube yeah. can't manage all the people Correct. that use their site. This, the thing is, look, I try to explain this to my network here. And the funny thing is, you know, like in Germany or Europe, normally the te development, especially on YouTube also, is behind, like one or two years. So for me, it's kind of funny with being with a German network. Now, I see a sort of development. We are talking right now that the networks have to do a transition into a real, yeah, marketing agency, you know, hook you up with sponsor connections, maybe help you out to go to a convention and, you know, do press stories about you, like a management role. And this is in the U.S., this process has started and people are starting to realize it. Whereas in Germany, you know, or Europe, it's totally, you know, they're in the Stone Age compared to that. I'm trying to explain it to them, like I have a meeting with them every week and explain to them they need to be more service-orientated for me. And if you pull that off with a network, then there's a real plus value for the YouTuber. But only then. Right. Well, part of it, mm. the part of the reason why it, can, why it can still exist is because there's not competition. There's not anyone competing with these networks in the gaming uh, atmosphere that is providing something that the other networks need to say, oh, well, crap, we're losing people to, these, to this network over here because they're actually providing something. So we could do that. We could be the catalyst that changes this entire environment. Um, so I would love to, to actually do that. I know you're, you're concerned, Doc, that we're suddenly going to sign on 5,000 people, but I wouldn't do that in a way that, uh, you know, we can't support them. But I would love to yeah. sign on 5,000 people that we could support and change yeah. the whole atmosphere of for course. this whole network shit. Of course. I mean, that is the key thing. Like, the problem is managing people means actual manpower. Get yeah. work. There's no way around it. You know, you need people right. who actually take care. Like what I expect, for example, from my, my network, when I have an issue, 
24-7, I need to know a cell number or whatever, I can call and say, dude, you know, shit's going down, help, or whatever. Yeah. You know, and that is something, alone that, yeah, if you have a lot of channels, you need to make sure you can provide that infrastructure, but if you could, you know, you just have to set it up correctly. You know, people, you don't need to help people with, uh, you know, teaching them how to do YouTube videos. You know, that's what they do anyways, or, you know, what also never works is, you know, networks always say, we help you connect with each other. Hmm. How would that work? You know, I never got any connection to another YouTuber via my network, man. Literally, <laughs> like either you get to know someone or you don't get to know someone. And your yeah. network can say, hey, there's this weirdo guy, he wants to get in touch with you or whatever. And you go like, yeah, I don't know the guy. Why would I, you know, uh, a lot of people try to get in touch. What is that? You know, so it's not working. So all this stuff that networks always put out there is not, you know, yeah. Right. Robin actually has made something. I haven't even tried it yet, but it sounds like it would work really well. It's basically Tinder mm. for YouTubers. Um, you know, you know the Tinder app, like yeah. where you like, you like swipe. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to do something with you, or no, look, you know, you're ugly as hell. Well, that's basically what they've made. It's on their site. I haven't, like I said, I haven't even looked at it. But uh, supposedly it's like that, where you're like, I want to play these type of games, and then it matches you up. It's like a dating site for gamers. Basically. <laughs> yeah. And then that that yeah. could work. Yeah, I, I like that. I haven't, I like that. I haven't touched it, so I don't know how well it works. <laughs> but kind of sounds funny, but yeah, I still a believer. I don't know, you know. Maybe it's because we have this Minecraft thing where we all kind of come from this friendly. Yeah, we kind of got it made to some degree when it comes to collaboration. Like we have a whole group yeah. of people that we can just say, "Hey, come, come here." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a dating site for gamers. <laughs> kind of funny, right? You. I like I, platformers you... and light torture. <laughs> yeah, so you just became so quiet, Co. I know you just filled in the thing, you know. I'm here you... laughing. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's about it. Um, yeah. In regards to that, I guess. Badge. Oh, I don't know. That's getting getting quite that. <laughs> he doesn't know, that's, guys. That's him getting the document up. That's that's the. Ah, yep, I gotta yep, this yep. Reading something interesting. <laughs> um, so, play Minecraft. Remember that it's updated to one point eight. Yay! Yay. Uh, so, um, I had to about playing my character in a while because we've been doing all tons of shit that uh, I felt like I needed to get done before we made a big deal about anything. Um, but uh, it's updated 1.8 now, so you can play with the 1.8 client. Um, we uh, we have a plot server on there now that's called Minecraft Island, which um, I'd recommend you guys checking out because it's actually really awesome. It's basically the Minecraft logo, and then there's there's plot sections for every different Minecrafter. So like like a Doc M section, a Goon section, etc. Um, and we lowered the plot. Like there used to, the previous plot server that was on there, we lowered the plot prices uh, pretty significantly because it's not really like a role play server. It's just a just a you know creative build shit server. Um, and the goal is. For me, at least, um, I I plan on like wanting to go on there and just hang out with people, like we did with our first public server. It was like just a place to hang out. Um, but uh, games that are in the works, we have we have uh, three developers now, so we have games in the works. Uh, they're actually being worked on and should be out sometime uh, in October. Uh, UHC is one of them, so we'll have UHC actually running on Play Minecraft finally. Um, there's a game called Regicide, which is a FPS based game. Uh, one of the the, uh, the guys we met at PAX that we'd already hired, his name is Sigils. Um, he's basically managing our developers. He used to run another server, and they had been working on this FPS game, and I've checked it out some. And it seems really cool. It's like a team-based, first-person shooter type game. Um, Arcus has made a game that's this tower control game, 
Uh, and so that one's one of the ones that's in the works, and the dev developer's working with Arcus on that. Um, I can't remember well, I've, got, I've got a game idea that I gave to Rob but, that never got made. And, uh... Oh, well, you should give that to me now, then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, World of Minecraft, the maps have been done for that since we opened up Play Minecraft, and that's something that's being worked on too. Um, but we hired a separate developer just for that, so I don't actually know. I haven't checked on the status of that. Um, what else? Uh, we've been adding new maps from Season 4 to the survival games. Uh, we have a actual build team now, so they're, 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 they're putting like, new maps out on that pretty regularly. Um, but anyways, the goal for basically the next month to two months is to get like six new games on there that are all the games the Minecrackers wanted. Um, there's a game that Seth has made, and I don't think it's been announced at all, so I'm not going to say anything about it, but it's really oh, yeah, fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, the Secret Awesome game? Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. Secret Awesome game. Yeah. Is that actually going um, on the server? It will, yeah. yeah. Oh Seth, Seth, Seth wants it on the server. The problem is it requires 1.8 blocks, and even though we've updated to 1.8, it's an update with, like, a workaround. Because Bucket, as everyone knows, Bucket Bucket's not being developed right now. Um, so it's not actually been updated to 1.8, so it doesn't actually have 1.8 blocks. So we're in the middle of making our own 1.8 blocks. So it, it it may not be as quick as I want it to be on the server, but that's definitely being actively worked on right now, so it should be soon, too. It's an amazing game, guys, honestly. There's one yeah. night where me, Nebris, Seth, and a couple other guys played it for, like, four hours straight until, like, the wee early morning. Yeah, we are playing the other day with like, the... With Mark, we had Mark IRL on and uh, Keep Hamster came on as well because he's part of the sort of construction team for it, and, and we're playing that. For, we had a good half hour round. Which is, oh wow! Yeah, it was it was good. It was good. Yeah, I'll I, be I with the team. No. Like Seth was just supposed to just show it to me, and we ended up playing for two hours. <laughs> he loves it. Fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we're talking so, about that game. That game. Yeah, oh, that yeah. game. That game. Mm. <laughs> it's so Get good. Hype right? <laughs> oh, it's super addicting. Yeah. Get on the hype train. <laughs> so, anyways, that's that's where Play Minecraft is and where it's going. I uh, just wanted to do like an update because we haven't talked about it in probably two months or so. So, so talking to games though. Yeah. Apparently, Shadow of Mordor. That, that's what it says. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, I haven't played uh, it, Doc. You played it, right? Yes, I you know I shameless night. plug here, shameless plug. I just released the first episode, kind of the first forty minutes or so. I was eyeballing that thing for a while. As the three, I saw it a bit and stuff, you know. And I'm super skeptical always with this movie, you know, as a game thing. Well, especially Mostly, Lord of the you know, Rings. Lord of the Rings is yeah. always kind of one of those. Oh, you know, it's, Lord that of the Rings is, is kind so of so far removed from the movies now. It's yeah, it's I a know. Whole separate thing. Yeah, screw <laughs> it, screw it. You know, that's what I'm saying. Exactly my my mindset there. Completely agree and all, but the game felt right. It felt really good, man. It's like it's hack and slayish meets Assassin's Creed, you know, and yeah. kind of cool ideas behind it with you know the the orcs having an all on ranking system and you can make him fight for you and kind of cool storyline. You're basically kind of a half dead guy, uh, half wrath, half human. You basically merge with the soul of the maker of the rings, you know. And yeah, kind of cool, cool setup. And it felt there were some good moments, you know, that kind of I'm very skeptical of that shit. You know, I was reading the books and then I refused to watch the movies for years because I didn't want to, you know, <laughs> mess up my brain and have my imagination messed up. So when I finally <laughs> when I finally accepted the looks of it, now it really was a turn on was a great first, you know, hour or so. 
you know, just emotion-wise. Gameplay was also pretty cool. We were talking okay, about this the other night I, in oh. Gary's Mod. I can't remember what... I don't know anything about the game, so... Mm. I, you guys were saying, like, there wasn't a demo for it or something? Like, what was... Was that this, this game or was something else? No, uh, I, th I think uh, they weren't giving out uh, mm. review codes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a sort of embargo a little bit where... Yeah, it's usually hey. a bad sign, but in this yes. case, it turned out to be okay. The critics critics liked it. I mean, it's... I think IGN gave it a nine point five or something. It was a ninety two, nine point two, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's um, it only a little bit of weirdness. Arkham Asylum based sort of fighty, isn't it's, it? It's like a cross yeah. between Assassin's Creed and Arkham Asylum style fighting. You're, you're pretty agile with your character. You know, but there's also some stealth involved. But, you know, like there was this trend where every freaking game had to have stealth mode like crazy. But it looks like this stealth mode is kind of dumped down a bit. So it's still oh, yeah. more on the on the action side. You know, it's you have I thought to it was stealth. really good. Yeah, yeah I you, thought it was like it's very uh, it's very uh, dynamic. Like yeah, that's exactly. that's the thing about this game that I found to be really interesting. It's got elements that are like a lot of people are like, oh, it's just Assassin's Creed, blah, blah, blah. But the thing yeah, is, it's. It's extremely dynamic. At, like yeah, when you're that's fighting. That's what I'm saying with the sneaking. That's what I was saying. You know, like exactly what I wanted to say. It's right. not so 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 set up and forced upon, and you know, you know, it's just a smooth transition. Yeah, you can it's do cool. it how you want to do it. Like yeah. I was, I was really impressed with the fact that in the middle of fighting, you can change what's happening in so many different ways. It's yeah. not just like you're pushing buttons and the same thing happens every time. Mm -hmm. Like. I've had fights where I've done stuff where I'm like, how the how the hell did I do that? I didn't know I could yeah. do that. Where you're like, you you jump over somebody's head, you like grab their shoulders, and then you stab them in the back. Like you do that just by using the controls you would normally use to get around. You're yeah, using I mean, them in sure. a fight to do something crazy. So killing cool. is very cinematic, you know, and very movie-like, and there's slow mos in there, and you know, when you fight these generals, they get in your face and, and try to intimidate you. And it's, <laughs> it's it's really. Um, I like the atmosphere of it. I mean, I don't know. It was the first hour. You know, it might wear off a bit after time, but the wow factor was definitely great in the beginning, and it seems it holds up as the ratings were pretty decent for it. So, mm -hmm. might be cool. Uh, that was my favorite thing about uh, about Metro Last Light was that you could go from you could play the game as stealth, or you could play the game as just balls to the wall. Like it didn't matter. Mm -hmm. You could do either one. Yeah, I like you know that. This is even more, like a lot of games that have done that, like Dishonored did that as well. I mean, it's a common paradigm. Deus Ex, uh, the, the newer one, did that. Like, there's usually a pretty sharp dividing line. I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not like the game sings it out, like you can do this or you can do this. But if you put all of your skills into the sneaking, you really can't flip over and expect to be powerful in like a all-out combat and vice versa. But... Um, in Shadow of Mordor, you can just seamlessly transition between it at any time without any... I mean, you can even sort of be like action stealth, where you run up to yeah, them exactly. and yeah. stealth kill them. And then you just run up a wall, you, you crawl around the edge, you jump up, you stealth kill the guy up there. I mean, like, you can just do whatever you want. It's really, it's really well free. Done. Yeah, mm -hmm. we sound a bit fanboyish now, but I have to say, it's a really good and fluent <laughs> gaming experience. You know, I mean... I tried I, I tried a bunch of these games out. I mean, we all played Assassin's Creed, and I've been in, you know to a bunch of Ubisoft events and so on. So, um, it is 
It is definitely, uh, you know, something Ubisoft has to look at uh, when it comes to dynamic and so on. It's definitely an, a next level. Also the animations and stuff, the graphics. I mean, I might be a bit biased now because I have this badass monitor uh, lately, <laughs> but, you know, in, in 2560, but it I looks... Yeah, really I saw good. something in on Reddit that there was a, a, an HD texture pack as well or something. Was that mm-hmm. part of that? Yeah. yeah. It's supposed to look really mm-hmm. sexy. Actually, to uh, to play a little devil's advocate here, um, I actually found some of the presentational elements to be disappointing compared to the way the game plays. I didn't like the fact that... Um, I don't actually think the animations are that great. Like, when you're playing the game, the, the combat stuff and everything, all that stuff's really smooth. That all looks good. Yeah, but a lot of the good. stuff in the cinematics looked subpar and was disappointing. Yeah, I, may, I don't know. In the first half hour, you know, it's always the most. They put a lot of effort into that. So for yeah. me, it felt pretty good. But I was more, you know, I was fanboy. Looking at it as a fanboy, I liked it. You know, the lore and, you know, trying to find things I recognize or references and stuff. So, yeah, yeah. it has some deep. Gollum showed up. You know, not too many spoilers, but did it perform well up. for you? Like how? Yeah. What was the performance like? Um, run a stable on 120 frames per second. All of the time. Wow, okay. Yeah, but he learns his computer out to NASA now, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, no, it's just, it was on the 780, um, so okay, that, well, it's a bunch of power. Oh, I had not everything on ultra, but high and, you know, right. ran smooth, but I did something to the to the game ini and changed some stuff I found on the internet because, yeah, there were some issues, obviously. Yeah, we have to mention negative stuff too. When I wanted to start it, it crashed uh, right at the start, so oh, I had wow. to go go browse Google and find some you know handwritten you know config files and stuff and uh, yeah put them in there and then fix it then. Hmm. I, I was actually very impressed on my on my first launch because when I when I initially launched it, normally when you start up any PC game you have to go in and set your all your settings your resolution mm-hmm. you turn up all the graphics blah 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 but this game actually had sensible defaults. Yes, when it had started, it was well. You yeah. didn't change much; just uh, turned off resync, I guess. That's it. Yep, exactly. Although on my end, I did have performance issues, and mm. I was kind of disappointed in that. Like, I changed settings around. Like, I tweaked, I turned it down, and I turned it down, and I turned it down. And I just didn't see a notice in, in uh, or I didn't notice a difference in uh, frame rate, which kind of pissed me off. I, I really don't like that when I run yeah, into that in games. They kind of tweak it. Yeah. But I was well, playing it's at very early release. and I was getting yeah. pretty good frames, you know, always, you know, always above 40 at least. Yeah, but early release, uh, you know, we will maybe see a driver update also. So, yeah, yeah, should get better, true. but you often have these issues. But um, I played with controller, by the way, on PC. Me too. Pretty nice. Uh, was felt, felt good. I don't know how the mouse controls are. Can't tell. But it, it looked to me you need too many buttons. Um, I kind of, yeah, skipped that, went to controller right away. The controller support is fantastic. Like, that's That's been pretty much the standard these days, actually. A lot of games like this, um, I I don't know why. I mean, I'm a, I'm a PC gamer guy, so I, I typically prefer mouse and keyboard, but when it's an, a third-person game, over-the-shoulder action game like this, I find that I have a lot more fun just playing with the controller because it's kind of um, more yeah. visceral, I yeah, guess. There's some games that just feel a lot better with the controller. Yeah. Yeah. For this one, it definitely makes sense. It's just a nice flow with the combos and stuff. Nice feel to the game. Definitely. 
Pause. So, have, yeah. you got, have you got it? Nope. No. Well, do you know what? If you wanted to, you could buy it on Steam in Canadian dollars soon. Oh! <laughs> the and the Tootie. The and the Tootie. The is coming to a what? Steam near you in Canada. Wow. So, yeah, apparently uh, Steam is going to be implementing the Canadian dollar on October 7th. So if you do have, like, money and, you know, like, if you sell a lot of things and you have, like, some money in Steam, on the 7th, I believe it'll it'll uh, transfer over the money into Canadian dollars, depending on what the, you know, the, the, the market is. And uh, I'm, I'm kind of excited, but I'm, I'm also kind of scared because, obviously, the Canadian dollar is a little bit weaker than the American. But it could also be a good thing because people are speculating that possibly because like games in like Europe and that if a game in the United States is 49.99 it's also 49.99 euro so if that's the case well then Canada wins because we won't be spending as much as before so i'm 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 excited but very wary at the same time i'm sure they'll, they'll tweak the price i hope yeah. they don't don't do it steam but what yeah. if the i mean cuz your your money was worth more than ours for a long time i mean that could happen again Paul. oh yeah exactly exactly but right now right now <laughs> right <laughs> it frustrates me cuz when i go to the us and like you go to steam there's a game that i know is a good you know 40% cheaper than it is at home but i can't buy it there because it says i'm not registered in that country yeah it's really frustrating your face is frustrating. Oh, your mum. Oh, yeah, October 7th, Canadian dollar. Woo. Cool. So, get your speculations on, you know. Yeah. <laughs> get all your dollars in there. Hope the, the yeah, exactly. is good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think they'll, they won't miss a trick. Um, so, as we're doing uh, country regionalization now, um, the UK has legalized CD ripping and other digital backups for personal use. You oh, know that marijuana? <laughs> you know that law that was completely unworkable that we just rushed in because of uh, medical companies? Well, we turned around and stopped it. So um, that means you can Who uses CDs anymore anyways? You basically yeah. illegalized well, the right. ripping of tracks. MP3, CDs, <laughs> DVDs, and basically any digital media you're allowed to now back up which i mean let's face it everybody was doing it before and you like checking up my movie here that i have on dv no you're not (laughs) (laughs) well that's the thing though is that we need that protection whether that's what we're using it for or not yeah i mean that goes back to the days of vhs tapes that's why those laws exist is because they they didn't want us to have any control at all right they didn't want us to be able to do anything and uh we're lucky that we were able to do what we we have been able to well, Honestly. normal copy of a CD all makes sense and stuff. I want to save my shit, but literally, I don't know nobody who freaking digitali- uh, digitalized his freaking CD collection or something like that. I mean, like I the MP3. <laughs> yeah, I did that. all of my I, CDs I, went to the MP3. I did that when it was when that transition phase happened. Yeah, yeah but you know, sure, but not nowadays. You know what I mean? Who the I, hell buys I, CDs I, now? I, I don't yeah, know I mean, anybody who's bought a CD in I do past decade. I, I do. You got MP3. <laughs> Didn't you just say I don't know anybody that buys CDs? No, no, no. Co did. I. No, I, but you, no, I said. At I the said, start, no, of it. backs up, backs up. Nah, but you should. I buy like OER stuff on CD. I get it on vinyl a lot of times too. Still, but I do just take the MP3. I rip the MP3. Yeah, vinyl off. is a different story. That's uh, a different story here. That you know, but yeah. look, like well, actually, the whole torrenting. It was such a big topic. 
like nothing changed. There's still huge torrent sites. You can still download everything. What happened now is just we have these file hosters, you know, and nowadays you don't download shit. You just watch it online on the fly in the stream right away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> listen to that's it on YouTube. Do that for music too. Like, yeah. I listen to music on YouTube, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, it's only, it's today it's about winning a fan over for reals and the fan decides by himself, okay, Bam, I like this dude, I'm going to support that shit. You know, mm-hmm. buys it, buys the CD. But before, people want to listen to stuff for free, even watch it. With movies, I can kind of understand it. You know, like, watch a movie once, so why would you want to watch it again and pay for it? Yeah. I mean, that's a bit tricky. With music, I think previews, quote-unquote, is not bad. Well, that, that explains the cost difference, though. I mean, that's a different thing. I mean, yeah. movies are more expensive because of the fact that they're less replayable, whereas music yeah. is inexpensive, but you're more likely to... You might even go out and buy the CD again if you just get the urge to listen to a song and you don't have it available. Um, yeah. But, I mean, if you look at the landscape now today, I mean, the reason that that stuff still exists is because of the fact that, as we've been saying for years and years and years, you can't stop this stuff. You can't... Yeah. They've been fighting it, you know, quote-unquote, by suing you know, grandmas and little kids and stuff like that for millions of dollars or whatever else they've been doing. Wait, if kids have millions of dollars, what the hell are we doing wrong? <laughs> right. Um, but wrong kid, man. <laughs> if you look at what it what where we're at now, it's all it's all stream served stuff like you're saying. And even, you know, big artists, what they do now is they have YouTube channels. You mm-hmm. know? And that's where they, they do their video releases on YouTube. They don't do them. I mean, well, they, they do probably release them to crap like MTV and, and whatever and so forth. But that's the past. The future is going to be direct release. Cut yeah. out the middleman. So there you have yeah, it. Yeah, market yourself. A lot of rappers, for example, rappers, you can like him or not, but they're always very, you know, on the money when it comes to trends and stuff. And a lot of, especially yeah. in rap music, they do it a lot. They market themselves. For example, in Germany, Kollega, you know, is one of the you know, the most successful rapper here in Germany. And he's like, his whole promotion for his last album, half a year, he started a YouTube channel for that shit, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And made a show, a late night show, you know, and like letting people in, in, you know, showing behind the scenes stuff and here and there releasing a, you know, teaser track and stuff. Dude, and that shit worked. He went gold and destroyed everything, you know. That's the thing. And that's the you've, thing. You've that's got exactly to, yeah. it. You've like, got to why? get your name out there. You've got to get an yeah. audience. And yeah. they they found that that the pirating of the MP3s and all that sort of stuff that was going on was actually helping record sales because it was right. getting music to people that hadn't heard it before. Here's well, the thing: yeah, so you have to ask what what is a label for? Is really what's what the music industry's problem is because a label is it, a label exists because it's hard for one person to make a thousand CDs or a hundred thousand CDs. Mm. or whatever. It's hard for one person to make merchandise. It's hard for one person to get their name out there. But mm. on the internet now, first of all, if you're already a celebrity, you don't need a label. What the hell yep. do you need a label for? Open up a YouTube That's channel it, yeah. or get on Bandcamp or whatever. You could release your album or, or whatever countless, on those channels. Countless examples out there, you know. Yeah. And they could probably make more money because they, they yeah. cut out anybody even being involved because all you need to have is your files, which you have your fucking files, Put them on a site yeah. where people can pay pay to have access to them and be cool about it. Yeah. Like you put a fair price, people will support you. Yeah, that's already the been thing, demonstrated so many times. Yeah, and also what positively changed is people are touring more, man. You know, back in the yeah. days, 
band releases album, you know, every freaking CD gets sold for sold for thirty bucks. They make 150 million with one album, just rest their ass for the next three years, don't do nothing. Now music life changed so, again, you know. Be, that's not really uh, you know, making good money with fans a little bit and touring. Uh, what, from what I understand is that the reason a lot of bands would tour a lot is because they get more money when they tour. Yeah. yeah. Because they, they get such a small cut of the actual album exactly. sales and the video. Yeah, they can't rest on that. You know, you have to keep on working and really do perform your music and do your thing, which I kind of like better in, in our days, you know. Yeah. Just, you know, being more real again, doing the music and trying to shift the focus on not selling as many CDs, but maybe reaching as many people as possible. Then the CD sales come because people like you for reals. More tricky for the for the entertainment stars in our days, of course. But yeah. yeah. Well, fun, fun, fun. So, uh, congrats, UK, on legalizing it. By yeah, the way. well, I, yeah. it's a bit of common sense, which is quite rare, really. <laughs> UK has been, I think, doing a lot of stuff that's pretty sensible lately. In fact, I'm actually excited to see what happens when uh, that whole thing with the. Um, the going after the uh, tax shelter companies. Comes oh out. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, soon, yeah, that's they're, going they're, to be interesting. They're pissed off with Apple at the moment. Yep, the theater near you. They, what are they saying? They, um... Podcast in the future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, definitely. I was going to talk about that, but I'm not qualified. Um, so Windows uh, is now skipping nine completely and going straight to Windows ten for some reason. We can't work out. Chronologically speaking, of course, that makes no sense. No. Why don't you it just does. call it something else then? Well, no, no, it is the real. Is the it's only the big Windows um, versions and get get real numbers. Like there was ten. It's the tenth real window. There was three point one, ninety five, ninety eight, two thousand me server, two thousand three XP Vista seven, eight, and now it's ten. That's it makes well, actually, sense. Actually, a lot of those in there were NT six. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was never, but the kernel version, crappy <laughs> versions. You know, the yeah. the story behind the nine skipping nine to ten thing is they they went on somebody from Microsoft went on Reddit and explained that their reasoning is that there are applications that you can run still today that had old version detection code in them that would go with a well does it start with and then it would be a phrase a string you know Windows mm. space nine referencing. Yeah. Windows 95 and Windows 98. Oh my god, so are you serious? If, if the name of the operating system was literally Windows 9, those mm. applications would have issues. So could, that's they could write NINE. So why is UK bug all over again? Basically. Well, not really, mm -hmm. but you know, it's but there's, similar. There's, there's Windows 95 stuff that doesn't work on Windows 7. Windows 8. Well, it's not, so, it, it's, not, it's not because of that, though. It's no, I know, but I'm, I'm, I'm saying, you know, if there's software that doesn't work on the new one that doesn't work on the old, why can't they just do that? Stop it from working. Well, more well, than likely, I would, I would believe that you have to think about the fact that for Microsoft, like, a lot of offices use Windows, and they're always there we go. using Windows, yeah. like, one or two yeah. versions back, right? That's why we had Internet Explorer 6 for, like, yeah. 10 years longer than we should have, because they could not get away from it, no matter yeah. what they did. The conversion rate was so low, especially to Windows 8 now, and so now for the 10, they plan to really cater uh, companies more, you know, and have it more streamlined for yeah, industrial uses again, and kind of 
it's a different direction. It still has the tiles I saw, you know, kind of, but it's more. It's yeah, it's more of a merge between seven and eight, isn't yeah. it? Um, yeah. They're saying they still want to go for because nine was they, they were saying that they wanted to have uh, one operating system for everything, uh, for mm. tablets and phones and consoles, and they still they still want to do that. But apparently, they're kind of splitting it into two sort of halves now. They, they got ten for PC, and then there's going to be another one for the sort of more mobile embedded devices. Yeah. Which is well, didn't they say it, Windows 10 they were going to be the same for everything? Tablets, phones, uh, PCs, everything yeah, but, all the same thing? But they're, they're, they're kind of splitting, splitting the core, I think, somehow. So it's, but well, that's what Apple right? yeah. Apple had OS, and then they had iOS, and I think iOS is the only OS now, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Really? Mm. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. the same one for everything. Even on like, have hard drive? Wow. Go ahead, sorry. All no, they're no. really saying is that they're going to have everything combined in one kernel that they can use as a base for all their operating systems. That's all it means. Yeah, I was just yeah. worried that they were going to focus on more of the, like, the tablet-friendly stuff, and that's, to me, what ruined Windows 8 was the tablet-friendly yeah. stuff. Mm. So if, right, I, yeah, I, that, you know, that would have, be like surface-level crap, yeah. I have it right now, but just because my hard drive broke, you know, and then I just thought, okay, let's try to get eight. Then eight point one was pretty decent, and I have to say, I'm okay with its performance. You know, it's so. Are you using Windows eight on your Case King machine? No, I don't have the Case King machine yet, anyways. But I don't oh. know what I will oh. what what I will use on um, on that. I guess eight. Then again, I'm used to it now, and I have nothing to complain about eight point one at the moment. So you use that's Windows eight on the machine that you like make your YouTube videos on? Yeah, yeah. Right now, I have eight point one. Oh, and. And do you have it set up where like it's like Windows Seven, like you still have like a desktop? Yeah, man. I, okay. Honestly, no, really, honestly, like okay, sure, there is this tiles and stuff, um, but I am not there ever. It just you know with eight point one, you have to say they change stuff. You know, you have to start menu basically and all that stuff, kind of the same. Yeah. So it works the same way. You have your desktop, you have your hotbar, you have your shit. You know, it's like. I didn't see a change. It just starts real quickly and it had no issues yet. It's the same so, thing all the time with yeah. Microsoft. They can't get away from the grandmas. If you look at, you know, you Windows 7 guys, including myself, if you really look at it, how freaking different is it from Windows 95 right now, still today, yeah, with Windows 7? Not much. People don't like to change their flow. You know, you yeah. have your flow on the computer, and if you change your, if buttons change, if a button is somewhere else, you you're already fucked. You lose your flow. <laughs> it's like, but you've, if you're going to change it, it's really good. Distant. You've got to change it for something that works better. You've got to study how people use something and change it that that goes mm. with that. That workflow. Yeah, this is Microsoft. Yeah, <laughs> that's the trouble. Eight, <laughs> eight was great on a touchscreen because that that worked well for that way of working. But for a PC, it, it changed you to do a different method of of working without actually what, taking into account how you do it. And that's my point was simply that you don't really ever have to worry that much about these things that they do, in my opinion, because inevitably they're going to get shouted down. Whether it's smart or stupid, if they change it too much, Microsoft will get shouted into backing off of whatever they were trying to do because they always do. They always back off because they don't want to lose everybody. They're too scared. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not afraid of change. I've moved 12 times in my entire life, so bring on change. Yeah. So you're on Windows 8.1 right now? I don't like Windows 8 just because... <laughs> <laughs> 
it's, it's not because it changed or anything. It's, I, 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 I used it on my laptop first where I was using my gamepad a lot. Or not the gamepad, but like the, the control pad. And I didn't like charms because it just did not make any sense on a laptop. And that really threw me off for yeah. the entire thing. And yeah, also having to like run everything in like Windows 7 compatibility mode because obviously, you know, hardware isn't up to date with Windows 8 was really frustrating. So mm-hmm. I had no issues, honestly, like that's the thing. I installed the thing. Installation was super quick, booted up, everything working. Ever since, no issue. I mean, I wouldn't have changed as well. I would have stayed on Windows 7 for sure if my hard drive wouldn't have died. My, like, my I, only issue is that I've been burned for being an early adopter on these things. So I, I like to wait until things, you know, the dust is settled, all of the recording applications are updated, all the drivers are updated. Because I don't want to have to, like, screw around with fixing stuff when I just want to get work done. That's my thing. Right. So yeah, I mean, I, I didn't jump on it right <laughs> away. I have it for, um, like, three weeks now or so. Three, okay, cool. Weeks. So maybe so, now's the time. Maybe now's yeah. The time. I can say it's okay. Sorry if people hate me <laughs> for saying Windows 8. That's okay, but for me, it has no issues. No, it's, it's, it's been very divisive. People either really like it or really hate it. It's very Marmite, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Marmite. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you're using a computer, you're supposed to be being productive at a much faster pace than you would be being productive if you weren't using a computer. So for me, when I sit down, I want to do something like set up Skype, and it takes well, me 45 fucking minutes because I don't know how this thing works in Windows 8, everything's suddenly different, then I feel like I'm being unproductive. So... Yeah, then you just missed that you can scroll down, and all the way down you find a small thing and said you don't want to do this, and then you have your normal Skype. Right, <laughs> yeah. I never did find that. Like, I set up Skype on my mom's yeah. computer, it's nothing like when the Skype I use on my Windows yeah. 7 computer. It's a whole new... It might as well even be called Skype. It's like... You skip it. Yeah. Skip. <laughs> Yeah. Skip it. Yeah, you can, you can, and then you can use. Yeah, it's weird. I found it too. <laughs> also, when you install it, it asks you for a freaking uh, Microsoft account or whatever. Yeah, oh, it's super okay. small somewhere, all or Microsoft Mail or whatever, and super small somewhere. You can say no, don't do this shit. <laughs> don't connect this computer. But it took me literally two minutes to find. I have to say it too. I was like, no, man, I don't have a freaking ID here. I don't want one. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, at least it's not Google Plus. Mm. It was Google Plus. I'd I'd burn my computer and I'd stop doing anything. <laughs> I'd just go. I think they Google have realized that, haven't they? I don't think they. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still yeah, yeah. to set up a Gmail account, but it's they still need... integrated into YouTube to the point where who knows if they can ever un unintegrate that shit. <laughs> yeah, man. They need to kill that another, thing fast. You know, another comment gate. Forget it, hey, man. Like kill the guy uh, that thought of it as well. No, I still hate it on YouTube. Like people post questions and they don't yes. have a G plus account and yes. I can't freaking reply to this. Yes. And it's always the ones you want to reply to with the ones that do yeah. that. It's a super important question. I go, dude, yeah, I really like to reply. And then the only thing you can do, you can do this plus or add, you know, the guy. Yeah, but people works. never see that. What the hell? Nah. Anyway, let's uh let's move on because we've been here for hours and I want to go. Time for some ass crack. So let's have yeah, yeah. ask crack. Who's doing the questions this week? <laughs> Oh okay. boy! You guys ready? I'm yeah. ready for some ass crack. Give Have you some crack. ass crack. Rasuko <laughs> says, Hello, podcasters <laughs> and potential guests. Just one quick question. Would any of you ever consider uploading movie commentaries, even if it's just your audio, to YouTube channels? I, for one, would find it interesting to hear your opinions on different movies. 
Yeah. Yeah. Was it like, like Riff Tracks or Yeah, MST. <laughs> what? I think that'd be kind of fun. I, I, like, sometimes when I'm playing games like Walking Dead, the Telltale one, it feels like you're basically doing that, right? You're basically watching a movie and you're, like, oh. commentating while you watch it. I mean, you get the chill. Oh, you know, like director's commentaries? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, could yeah. do, like, uh, <laughs> do, like commentaries about a movie that goes with the movie. Yeah, I think that would be great. Like, you just this is an accompaniment, you know, to when you're watching Harold and Kumar get stoned or whatever. <laughs> that doesn't narrow it down. I think that would be great. Like me and me, and Jeff, we just started a series where we commentate. Well, we, it's not the same as what we just were saying, but we 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 give commentary about Survivor and Utopia, the TV shows. It's kind of like that. It's not a company commentary, but I think company commentary for a movie would be great. You should do it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Every oh, Friday night, Let's now we're gonna go. get together and watch a movie. <laughs> Friday movie nights. <laughs> yeah. You did this, Rasuko. This is your fault. All right, Charlotte. We've <laughs> Google up. Hangouts. I was just wondering if. After being randomly teamed up with someone for a UHC who you don't often play with, do you often do more collabs or series with them after? Um, no. No, not really. <laughs> I already them. Okay, thanks, Charlotte. Moving on. We really move. I don't know. Okay, fine. I was In just going Oh, okay. Go ahead. No, no go ahead. No, no. Okay. Well, you, you you've already piece? moved on. I, we can't go back, dude. Okay. Yeah. Say peace. Come on. <laughs> we're just we're just waiting for a for a good and pack uh, episode coming up. Let's all be awkwardly quiet until pause finally says the shit. All right, let's do it. I'm down for being awkward. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Integra. Hello, podcast. <laughs> okay, okay, let's go back. Let's go back. Um, I, oh, I, yeah. I've always, obviously, I've never done anything with Arcus in the past, and we haven't done anything yet. But well, I guess we can say that because Arcus did want to do a series with me, but I'm not gonna tell you guys what it is. So, so I guess a little bit, yes, kind of, no, I don't know. Maybe next question. <laughs> All right, Integra. Finally. It's not like we don't know each other, you know. It's not like you know. Okay, you get thrown in a UHC match yeah. together, and it's the first time you've ever talked to the dude. <laughs> Most likely, you've seen it at a convention or drank together, or you know, talk. We, we, it's not like yeah, we we're talking strangers. It's like, yeah. oh man, this is a nice guy. I never found out for the last three years, but this UHC man, this made us friends, you know, for life now. What I mean, yeah, that's kind of a surreal question to me. I don't even. It's just wait. Haven't there been some some spinoffs from UHC things that have happened, like teams and stuff? Wasn't there some stuff that originated in UHC and then became yeah, like? So, like think, uh, didn't Easy Team Easy is uh, Easto and Etho? Didn't that happen from UHC? Or am I making that up? No, I, that I think up. that didn't it start. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, like I think a lot of people have the perception just because we don't do collabs or anything like that, we don't talk with other people in the group. But that's not the case. Like. We do talk amongst ourselves outside of recording. We do live lives outside of YouTube and all that, and you know we do talk with one another. So it's 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 not awkward like you you may may think it is just because we've never done a series or yeah. I read someone with them. saying that on Reddit, and they they had like ten upvotes or something too, and it was like if you actually believe that they're friends just because they say it, just look at the collabs they do, and you'll see the real truth. And it's like. For instance, I give a, an easy example. Seth and I have never done a collab together, but I would like I would marry that guy. A, a wedding or something, you know. But I've never done a collab with the guy. That doesn't mean I, I'm not his friend. Like 
So if the guy that said that, if you know who you are, fuck you. <laughs> his his name is Charlotte. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, still, it still stands. Wait, All is right. Charlotte a guy's name? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah come yeah, on, jeez. Yeah, yeah. All right. But sh- Moving on. Possibly not. Possibly not in Canada, but in the rest of the world, yeah. This question comes from Integra. <laughs> this is a travesty. Hello, Podcrackers. <laughs> Lord Badge, Paws, Co, Pyro, Senpai, Impossible Guests. Being involved in a minor car accident recently, just a bump, no injuries. I was wondering if any of you were involved in or had an accident and how bad it was. Thanks for picking this question. Bye. Greetings from Darkland. Hi, <laughs> 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 this Darkland. Dark, Darkland, yeah. Darkland. <laughs> Never had a car accident. Never it, anything happened. Is this your girlfriend? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Integra. I just remember when you thought you were Integra are the only people in Germany. Yeah. <laughs> Small country. She forgot I was on the podcast. I'm not answering her question. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Pass well, the you did skip one. What? No, we didn't. You're, you you read the third question out of the three so far. <laughs> no, dude skipped a podcast. Oh. So did anybody oh. have a car accident? I thought, said, you, I, I thought you said something about skipping a question as a I've had quite a few accidents. I ripped the whole underside of my car out one time when I was pulling out of a uh, parking lot. I like ran over a median and like it cracked uh, my oil pan and like parts of my oil pan went up into my head. That's on That's my nine. It's your head. Being an idiot. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I I just turned to no fuck you. Um, <laughs> uh, I rear ended a girl one time. That was uh, hey. So <laughs> <laughs> that joke uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I I think I think I might might have, might have. Oh my god, my mouth is not wanting to move. <laughs> was, right. was it a head injury? <laughs> yeah, it's from the old pad. Um, I may have been fallen asleep. I'm not really sure. I'd go off work third shift, and I don't remember falling asleep, but I don't remember that's, that's falling asleep, really, hitting her either. I just like, oh just fuck. this was also my 99 Beatles. My 99 Beatles had some shit happen to it. Um, yeah. Oh! Oh! So, uh, when I, I uh, the only car I've ever had that wasn't a Volkswagen, it was my dad's uh, Mercury Tracer. Um, I was going to, to work one day. This was like 1997 or so. And uh, just cruising along, and this 18-wheeler pulls out, and, like, I try to stop, but there just was not time. So, like, my entire hood ended up underneath his car. This is my first car wreck, actually. And, like, it busted my my, like my, my driver window, and then, like, it just kind of, like, fell down, you know, like in a big curtain or whatever. <laughs> and you could, like, touch the, like, side of the truck out the window. I was freaking the fuck out. I, like, got out of my car, and, like, I couldn't remember my home phone number. Oh, the only number that came to mind was my work phone number, so I called work and asked for my home number. <laughs> yeah, that's, pretty, that's crazy. Funny. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Those are all my wrecks that I can remember. I don't think I've had any. What's gonna drive those. you then? I work. Who am I? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like my boss was like, "What? You need your home number?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I've been in an accident." He's like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> Next morning, when you came to work, you found this little letter saying, "Dear Mister <laughs> Boulderfist, you're fired." <laughs> I've only ever had one, and that—that that was in an accident. No, uh, uh, did you I... drive off a bridge or something once, Cole? <laughs> <laughs> what? 
I think you might remember that one. Drive off a bridge. <laughs> drive off a bridge? Why do I, I have this memory of you telling a story about driving <laughs> off a bridge? Well, I once had a car ended up in the in the river. But yeah! The, ri the river came to me. It's not like I drove off a bridge into the river. <laughs> Is there a flood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Like, I drove my car under a under a thing, and I didn't realize that the river had flooded, and there was I couldn't see. So I drove my car underwater. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for some reason I imagined driving off a bridge into the water. Oh no! no, no. I had a much more exciting adventure yeah, that's, that's, in my that's head. Pretty than you did. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the car filled up with water and it wasn't usable anymore, and that was kind of cool, right? <laughs> did you like? Were you, were you like sitting there in the water like for moments, like what the fuck? What the fuck do I do now? What the fuck? What? Well, I I hit the water. I mean, like I couldn't see where, where I was going, and when I when I went in, the car suddenly stopped, and I just didn't know what happened. Uh, a wave went over the car uh, completely, which confused me. And then um, my feet got, were starting to get wet because the car started to fill up with water. And I was like, well, this is bad. I guess I should get out. With the door open? Did you yeah, yeah, because it didn't completely yeah, submerge like the car. Like when I, it was, a, it was a Ford Escort, so it's like a little car. So when I hit the water, it like it kind of submerged a little bit. But then when the water settled, it wasn't completely under, so I could open the door. <laughs> Could have been bad, but it wasn't. So, well, I mean, was the car died. Were you by yourself? Yeah, yeah, there was somebody with me. They couldn't. Oh, were they anything. like freaking out? I want someone to be freaking out. Um, <laughs> no, we were pretty chill about it, if I recall. We were just like, oh well, fuck. <laughs> uh, did you have a phone? Like, no, 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 no. Like... This was before that time. Yeah. This like, um, walk like a mile in like wet clothing. Yeah, basically, like the car could not be moved, so we had to wait while the car's sitting basically in the middle of the road. You know, people were driving their dualies by and flipping us off, and then like flooding the car <laughs> over and over again. It's like, I can't do anything about this piece of shit. What the fuck's your problem? Yeah, I remember this happening. And uh, yeah, we had to wait there until somebody could pull the uh, car out of there, and then it was dead. It wouldn't go anywhere after that. So destroyed the transmission. Ease. I was um. Couple like three summers ago, I think it was 2011. I was driving my friend's Toyota Tercel because he had Ooh. two cars, and I didn't have a I didn't have a car at the time, so he allowed me to use his winter car. That was exact, his winter car. Exactly. And um, so I, I I was visiting Andrea, and I decided to just to go home because it was getting late, and I had to go to work. And uh, I was dr I was driving on this highway doing 80 kilometers an hour, you know, the, the regular speed limit, and then the lady in front of me slams on her fucking brakes because two fucking geese were crossing the road, and I ended up rear-ending her, and then oh. the guy behind me ended up rear-ending me, and that car got totaled, and it oh, sucked because it wasn't even wow. my car. Yeah. I felt so fucking... But oh. <laughs> all because of two fucking geese. Like, really, you're going to put... Oh, I hate people. Man. I was gonna say something, but I may have pissed off more people, so I'm just not going to. But I, you know what? I had one uh, similar but funnier for me, where we I, we used to go to a um, another school in the middle of our school day in high school, so everybody would drive out there, and then we would have to drive back before the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And when we were all leaving one time, what there's one road with a stop sign. It's like out in the country, so everybody would be in this big, long, huge line of cars up to the stop sign, and uh, we were all going down the line, and the girl in front of me, like, suddenly stops abruptly. And so I have to hit the brakes. And I see behind me everything, like, everybody doing this. It's like going down the line like dominoes. But somebody wasn't paying attention. And I saw them, like, slam into my friends. And I saw my friends, like, whiplash 
that's that's been my only crash ever is is doing just that is is hitting somebody at the back in a traffic jam but it was like three miles an hour and and no damage was done at all but uh, that's my only yeah i had another one like that actually where i was driving (laughs) home and i saw like i was i was just i just arrived at my parents house and i was like gonna turn in the driveway right and i see the car behind me i'm like they're gonna hit me they're totally gonna hit me but i just Mm. didn't do anything about it and they hit me and they pushed me into the driveway (laughs) (laughs) they they pull in and they get out and it's one of my fucking classmates again it's a it's another it's a girl from from school (laughs) were you like bethy what the fuck yeah yeah basically like i just got that car too i'm like thanks for ruining And she was she was like oh man you remember me from prom night you know we started reminiscing we're like oh yeah yeah no i know you were in the blah 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 class and stuff Yeah. Does uh, oh. does does parking it without at the top of a hill without a handbrake on count? I may have done that. <laughs> <laughs> that, that counts. What happened? Oh, maybe slightly stoned. But um, yeah, we, we <laughs> so I came out to, to find it wasn't there, and it was about thirty yards down the road and wrapped itself around a bollard. That... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Oh. Sometimes. All right. Well, I guess uh, <laughs> I guess we'll move on to Brittany. Mm-hmm. I write this to you, sneezing in a shamwow, sick with the infamous con flu. Oh, Coming back from that. PAX, I was on a plane with many attendees, and the aroma of drunkards and puke was high in the cabin. <laughs> <laughs> I caught it caught onto me a few days after, and I've been sick since, being about a week and a half. My question is, have you ever had any bad experiences with getting sick, con or not? And have you ever been the patient zero? Well, this is topical, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah it goes back to you having sex with monkeys. Ebola right now. He's yeah. actually the guy from Dallas. I'm pretty sure my wife does, though, for real. Like, she's got, like, like <laughs> all the symptoms, man. I keep telling her, I'm like, it's definitely Ebola. You're going to die. And, like, yesterday... She woke me up at like nine o'clock in the morning because she couldn't breathe, and she's like, "You have to take care of our daughter." Because I'm like, well, "Okay, I guess this is your time now. Goodbye." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, bedside yeah. panel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, you know, I just sent. Uh, I, I, I. Well, it's not really that important. I, I, you know, you know, Sevidus is dying, right? Um, so yeah. I sent him a gift basket from Minecraft, and the the ribbon I put on it was, uh, "Please stop dying, Minecraft." <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, my bedside manner may not be there. <laughs> I got nasty conflu from insomnia. Um, and it's still sitting on my lungs. It's horrible, horrible flu that was. You should really not lick the people that you meet. That, that could bad. be the problem. That could be the problem. Especially the guy <laughs> that, that turned up on the, on the Monday morning afterwards and, and shook my hand and said he'd just flown in that morning from Sierra Leone or somewhere that was like, Right, right next to Ebola, and it was like really yeah. nice. So I'm gonna go and wash my hands now. We may have sanitized so much that we made ourselves uh, yeah. basically like AIDS patients. <laughs> we don't have resistance anymore to the germs that are out there. I, right. uh, yeah. I, got, I got three AIDS from from insomnia. I've never got con flu. I don't know. I I like to to believe in the the placebo effect of um, airborne because I drink that shit at conventions. I haven't the last two though, and I still haven't gotten sick, so its placebo effect may no longer work on me. I think it's weird because, like, I used to take Airborne. Like, for instance, when we were at PAX East, I I was taking it. I ended up getting sick halfway through, and this actually kind of goes with the question: You don't want to fly when your head is really, really congested. No. That oh, is no. that is the worst thing. 
And obviously I had to do it because I didn't want to stay in uh, Boston for, for any longer, so I had to fly home. I don't want to but, stay there any longer than I. But I, I don't know. I'm like, I'm weird. I have like a very weak immune system. Like whenever I go to like conventions, I typically get sick, like, except for PAX Prime, apparently, which was kind of weird. I think, I think again, I, I didn't take that. That's when I didn't take the airborne. I just like, yeah. I, airborne makes you it. sick, basically. That's what it seems like. <laughs> seems like yeah. I think it's something to do with the geographical location as well, because the further away you are, then you get different strains of the flus yeah. and colds and that's, stuff. That's, that's you, what I think it is. Yeah. yeah. Like, even within the States, when we travel, I mean, it's not like going to a drastically different demographic uh, in terms of, like, different culture, different levels of, uh, I don't know, wealth or whatever. But traveling between different states, I've noticed that, like, initially when you go to another place, especially if you go there abruptly, like, from a flight, you tend to get sick initially, like, early on, and then you get used to it. And I think it is just literally that. Like, there's different microbes there's different versions mm. of the same crap that you're not used to because you're used to your little ecosystem wherever you live yeah and yeah. flights are a problem as well because back back in the old days when you used to be able to smoke on planes they used to circulate the air yeah but now well, they the don't would kill the microbes and prevent yeah. anybody from getting sick it was actually healthier but they they don't circulate the air anymore they keep it that's they, total they keep... bullshit by the yeah. way i just pulled that from my hand no, you were. <laughs> it sounded really true, though. I believe, but I believe it. You said you, it with such conviction. The air smoking on <laughs> The air was better because the smoky air got taken out and clean air came back in. But they don't they don't do air. it anymore. So now you get it's, it's basically a large tube of disease flying through the air, and you, know, you got to breathe that in for however many hours you're there. You know, I bet as you go to more and more conventions, pause, you'll stop getting sick because your body will know how to fight off all the shit that you come in contact with. <laughs> I wonder if it's because I traveled so much as a kid because my parents didn't love each other. Um, <laughs> if uh, if that's why I don't get sick when I go to these things. Tell, tell me about your mother. Yeah. <laughs> well, that kind. No, I'm just kidding. I think that... Uh, oh, yeah, oh, God, I've it again. It's the sequel! Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, I think like there, there's stuff like uh, like food poisoning. Food poisoning people, I, t I think they tend to think of it as like a uh, sort of a, an event that stands out, like an unusual thing. Mm -hmm. But um, I kind of have the impression that it's like omnipresent. It's just another set of stuff that you can catch on a regular basis. You just you have the antibodies because you, you always go to the same places or whatever, or you're generally in an area like you could probably map out like where all the major different kinds of microbes live in various countries or within this country or so forth. And like when I when I drove to PAX, uh, not this past PAX Prime, but the one before, I noticed that I felt a little sick everywhere along the way that I stopped and I had food or drink or whatever. Like I'd always get a little, not full blown like destroyed, but a little bit sick. Everywhere. Right, because it's a little different. Like a good example of this where you can actually see it in cooking my grandma makes sourdough bread which is like a yeast product you know the yeasty bread and it and you you feed the starter that uses like the actual micro like the actual bacteria in the air creates this yeast that makes the bread and it tastes different wherever you're at in the world because there's different bacteria in the air that actually affects the taste of this bread whenever oh, it's wow. yeast is forming so like I, I took one of the starters home with me one time to texas and i kept thinking i fucked it up because it didn't taste the same as it does here but the truth is there's just different bacteria in the air in texas than there was here so the bread tasted completely different so yeah sourdough bread tastes different wherever you're at in the world because of the bacteria in the air 
So basically, what you're saying is sick people taste different when the they're. I bet they do. I bet they do. The worst, the worst I've ever been sick was food poison. It was in Vegas, and I thought I was gonna die. I was in bed for seven days straight. I didn't eat anything. I just sat. Anytime I tried to drink anything, I would puke. It was the worst. It sucks. I probably should have like gone to a doctor or something because I probably was like dying. Obviously, so. you didn't need to because look, you're still alive. You're talking about Ebola. Here we are. <laughs> uh, yep. All right, is everyone done being sick? I. Kendra's waiting Doc, on us here. Doc completely died. He got no, no. I'm just with the sickness. I'm, you know, I don't get sick so often. Um, I, but last time, you know, on the when we came from insomnia, I could definitely feel it. it you know, we just shake too many hands, man. I'm not mm. a germophobic or whatever, but you know, it was rainy, a bit cold, and I could see some people with sniffy noses and shit. So when I was home, I could feel it. It was creeping into my bones. And when that happens, I just do the, okay, rest a full day, you know, drink orange juice, eat some zinc, you know, and, zinc? you know, yeah, how, how is it? Is it yeah, it's wait, zinc. Yeah, it's zinc. zinc. If it, like, it's the same thing in English, I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah, just yeah. questioning, like, why yeah. zinc? No, yeah, why, <laughs> like, why do you? It, why? It's free I mean, immune system, yeah. yeah. It but zinc is yeah, commonly it, recommended. Really? Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't, they, they, don't eat like quarters or something. You, know? you don't want to do a medical blah 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 now, but it kind of it's it's helping to block um, bacteria to or vi viral things to dock onto your cells and it's hmm. it helps. So, and I did this, and um, then I normally uh, I get over it, and this time it worked as well, but it was really close. So yeah, it's just. You know, now when I feel it, like day three, I always feel it. My body is getting weaker. When that happens, I just, you know, I just lay a bit low on the conventions. That helps. If you, I'm too old for that shit. If you pull out this, four, <laughs> you know, if you pull four days, I'm going to get sick for sure. 100%. One day I need to lay low, uh, you know, chill a bit at the conventions then I can get over it. Other than that, I normally, yeah. The Gamescom, I didn't get anything or Minecon or so. You were always around all the time. Yeah, day. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So maybe that helped too. I, you know, I'm very rarely, you know, my girlfriend is more kind of having a sniffy nose here and there and being, you know, having a small cold and shit. But I rarely, you know, she rarely get it from her. And you know what also helps? We constantly sitting here at home, man, with, with yeah. your YouTubing stuff. Okay, you have your child, you know, that is always an entry gateway for bacteria, so to speak, into an environment. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah. I'm here all alone most of the time, you know, chilling in my room. Who would make me sick? When you're being a hermit, you're not going out and exposing yourself. No, I'm... <laughs> I had this all. And we're all glad for that. Yeah. <laughs> all righty, well. I see what you did there. Uh, <laughs> Who says, hey there, beautiful podcrackers and not as attractive guests. Ha, huh, you missed this week. No guest. <laughs> anyway, I have a question for you, obviously. So you guys have each other's phone numbers. So I was wondering, do you have their contacts as their YouTube Minecraft name or as their real name? Example, is it Jason or Good? Aaron or Aurelian? Paul or Pyro? Thanks for answering. I love the stream, by the way. I like how she gave examples in case we didn't know. Yeah. I actually, yeah, I, have... I was confused, actually, so that really cleared it up for me. I have Good oh. on my phone as uh, Jason Good because I have... I have more than one Jason in my phone. Good. That's how I do everyone, actually. Like, you're Alex Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Justin Co-Star, et cetera, et cetera. 
Actually, Which I don't I have did, you I in did. here as your own. Is your real name out there, Doc? What? Is your... <laughs> what? <laughs> you had what? to just slap your mom? What the hell? Is your real name out there? Do, you, do people know your real yeah. name? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, 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 I thought you said, is your real name Adolf or something? <laughs> oh, no. no, that would be offensive. Now I can understand the response. <laughs> Holy shit. <What? laughs> uh, Jesus yeah, Christ. <laughs> really dark, really fast. I didn't know. I was going to say I was going to give you as the example because yours also yeah. there's Doc Stefan. But, yeah. but literally, okay. I, no kidding. Nobody calls me that. Like, also, in real life, everybody calls me Doc, man. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's been called that forever. Yeah. yeah. So it seems to be coming up a lot lately. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Like, we're always talking about, do you guys use real names or not? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I started to Good skip this when I was putting them in, but I thought since it was asking about how we put them in our phones, it was slightly different. I figure if we cover all the bases, that the question can go away completely. Yeah. <laughs> if pause, I, I say pause. I say badge. I wouldn't say Martin. No, no, no. Again, I, I've had my name for you know since I was fourteen. No, less than eleven. So really, yeah. they gave me mine when I was born. <laughs> He's nameless for the first. So your your stand up comedy never, career. Never, never go back to the name question again. I, I I don't see any point in it. Honestly, I like it. Yes. Yeah. You matter. know what? That was funny is about Aaron. I don't use that. Uh, I just hers is just Ari. Period. Yeah. Ari, Maybe it's because I used yeah. to date a girl named Aaron, and I don't want to use that name ever again. It's got to be short as well. You know, you don't want to call people Aurelian. Right. Sorry. Yeah. I think yeah. it's basically, it's like nickname rules, is yeah. my opinion. Like, yeah. um, I, I always, I think back about, like, um, the names that my mom and dad would use and how, or, or even Sn you know, me and my Pookie. sister for our parents, and how funny it is if you take it out of context. Like, my dad would always call my mom wife. Just call her wife. Like, hey, wife, like, <laughs> right? make me, like, make me just, sandwich. I was used to that because I didn't know anything else. That was what my dad always called her. But for me, it was like when I thought about it later, like, wait, that's really weird. That's a weird thing. That's not a name. It's not even like a nickname. Just yeah, that's, like, yeah. Lamp, table, wife. Like, what? <laughs> it's a private joke between them, isn't it? Somewhere. Yeah. But that's you get like, deep. that's too deep. That's way too deep. Right? No, like you were just talking about nicknames, man. <laughs> well, I'm just saying that that's the way it works. Like to me, I know. Yeah. calling you guys by your real names is very formal sounding to me. It feels weird. Yeah. You know? So I'd I'd rather call you, you know, good, pause, etc. And it's almost like when your parents use your middle name. Like, well, what the fuck did I do? That's also right, like right, like exactly. <laughs> it's like fans calling you by your real name as well. That's a bit weird. Right. Right. Pyro always brings that one up. When someone on Reddit's like, Paul, he's like, oh, God, stop. Just stop molesting me. Hell, I don't give a crap. Why would you even worry? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's, 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 I don't know. It's, it's, it just feels odd to think. It's almost like suddenly they think they know you better than they do. You're like, when I'm good, it's like, yeah, you know good. Yeah, yeah, that, that fucking idiot. But when you're suddenly, you're like, I know Jason. It's like, no, you don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? It, yeah. it, it implies a, a closeness that's not there. Yeah. yeah, you've got to be introduced to somebody, I think, to use their name. That's the tra tra traditionally what, how it's what done. What do I do it? then? I'm fucking dark all the time. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. I would be perfectly happy if people called me Co in real life. I would answer to that. It would not be. And I have, so it doesn't matter to me. But for the only problem. 
people say when the people say dude it sounds like good so like i'm at conventions that everyone calls everyone dude all the time i think that should be phased out stop calling people dude because i'm always like looking around like no oh no not me not me yeah, stop not calling me. people dude start calling people good i think the worst like the worst real name you can have for that would be um hugh h-u-g-h yeah thanks for spelling like, it I, I used to work with a guy named hugh and you never knew if somebody was saying who or or just like oh you it would just be confusing all the time like you never knew whether you were talking to him or not but uh good for you your videos start out this is jason as always and welcome back to that's my true show. that is so, true I, I guess i opened the door to that right yeah, yeah. oh well, yeah i mean if you if you refer to yourself by your real name and not your nickname then yeah like i was i always said hi this is ko my expectation was that people yeah, would know me say, as ko Talk. Um. <laughs> All right, guys. Like I'm not freaked out about like Pyro, but I do understand why Pyro could be freaked out by it because it does feel like there's like a level of closeness that may not necessarily. But yeah, yeah, you make a good point. Pause. I, I haven't done yeah. it. Well, it Alrighty, well, next question. Kyle says, "Are there any mobile games you guys play on your phones or tablets?" Yep, no, Candy Crush. I'm having a poop. Right next. I, I just browse Reddit on my phone. I don't play games on my phone or tablet. I got the Nvidia Shield lately, and then I started to play Sega Tennis on it. Oh yeah, Sega. it's awesome. I just want tennis. papers, please, please. <laughs> <laughs> I have very fleeting uh, mobile game relationships. Like, uh, what was, there's that one, Sword and Sorcery, uh, was pretty enjoyable on the phone. Yeah, oh. before it came out to the PC. I like that game. It's good. Uh, there's also Rimmed Capsule, which is a really crazy strategy game uh, for tablets and phones, which is really good. Actually, I, I did get, uh, I got the Humble Bundle Android stuff, so I have like just tons of um, pretty good mobile games that I don't play. I never play. <laughs> I didn't know Os that they did that. Huh, Osmos that's... is really good, by the way. Cosmos? Osmos. Well, you, play, like, you play like a cell, yeah. and you move around by, you you shoot out matter to move around and you try to absorb through osmosis other smaller circles basically than yourself and it's fact, it's the story of my life man want to play this game yeah west plays this shit on his phone and he's always playing i can't know what the hell it's called but it's like there's these like little warp games it is ingress yeah i've played that that's okay that's a crazy game because you play it outside you play it using physical Oh, games and outside at the same time? What? Uh, it's just not you my play... style, man. I never was a Game Boy kid either. You know, I never <laughs> had a Game Boy. As I couldn't understand, if you're not at home in front of your computer, there's no time to play. You gotta do shit. Real shit. Well, that's because you're German. You're being efficient. And you're really, you're yeah, like, you're too busy yeah. being efficient. It's... <laughs> but yeah, the Ingress game. How exactly does it work, Co? It's, it's kind of like, it's got some some sort of elements in common with like um, kind of like geocaching. But basically, when you do stuff in the game, you have to go to the physical location, which is one-to-one -one real world. So like if there's like a node or something that needs to be captured and there's other people, other teams out there that have, have control of it, you have to do things in the physical world. Like it might be down in the downtown area where stuff is or whatever. You have to go actually literally down there and do things coordinated with like other teams of people who are out there in the world to like cut off access to certain nodes and then take control of them like i'm giving a very high level abstract of 
how it works, but that's basically what it is. Well, that's why he's like, when we're at conventions, he's always like walking like down the street. We got to go down here. I got to attack a portal. And I'm like, what? Yeah, no, yeah, fuck yeah, you. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. fuck you. No. Fuck that. I just want to go eat. Yeah. He's like, wait, 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 wait here. It's like, what are you doing? Are you taking a picture of those kids in the park? What are you doing? He's like, no. And then the fucked up thing was later that night, he was taking a picture of the kids in the park. We're like, you know, that's how you get identified as a pedophile, right? And he's like, yeah, but the thing they're playing on is really cool. And it's like, no, Wes, stop. Anyway. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. We should do uh, one more then be be gone. Be done. Be done. Thank you. We've gone over. SV says last last Friday when I was going home from school I decided to get some ice cream. While eating the ice cream and talking with my friends, some bird poop landed right on top of the ice cream and I almost licked it. My question fuck? is, do you have any funny, strange bird poop moments? If so, please tell us. Hang on, I have to Check my nowhere near bird licking poop bird poop. I had a bird poop on my shoulder on my way to work. That's that's it. You never lucky. had a bird shit right in your mouth. <laughs> no. You guys saw that soccer like, player, right? They got the bird shit right in his mouth and ate it. What? Right no. on the air. No, that was, yeah. was, that was we a video. Because oh, the man. video we're at the house. I don't know where you were, pause at the time. I don't. I don't know the disgusting. soccer player's name. But yeah, like they. they who? There was there was one on uh, Reddit a couple of weeks ago of a girl getting one land on her oh. ice cream and she she licked it. Oh. I once fell in goose shit, but that's when I was. <laughs> when I was a small boy, I trod in a big pile of horse poo with with open toed sandals on, with no yeah, socks. But on. I think it was a mix of goat shit and you know all kinds of stuff that was on the freaking <laughs> farm. I ran away from the goose. They were aggro. That's it. <laughs> Uh, I threw shit at a guy once. <laughs> oh yeah, we've I, we, we've all had naked horse poo fights. I mean, come on. What? What? Yeah. Haven't you? No. Oh yeah, no. We, we me Are and you my being friends. Right now? No, yeah, yeah. Me and my friends, we went on uh, on our hike after we finished our our GCSE, you know, fifteen, oh, sixteen year old exams. I went to this like went out in the middle of nowhere and bought a load of beer and, and got heinously, heinously yes. drunk. And then, yeah, woke up in the middle of the night with one of the guys just taking all of his clothes off and was running around the field with horse poo thrown at us. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't. Uh, no, no. In okay. North America, like, we don't do that. Like a shot a pile of horse shit. He's like, I'm going to take all my clothes off. And throw it! Wait, now, the reaction of the rest of your team then? Uh, throw it back. You said it was we we didn't take our clothes off, but. Uh, party. <laughs> Wasn't that these guys from? There was these guys from Germany that blew up some horse, uh, some cow shit with TNT or something. <laughs> it's this funny video. And then completely, he looks at it and then it blows up and it, all his face is full of cow shit. Then I have to check that. That's pretty sick. When we're done, I have to watch this video. <laughs> I'll find it. All right. Well, I'll take it away, Badge. <laughs> That's only half the song. <laughs> Penis. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. I was okay. waiting for it.